Do you want to know how to plan your finances when considering a career switch? Then this podcast is for you. When I changed careers, I made some big mistakes with planning my finances. But I also stumbled upon a few things that helped along the way. I wish someone had told me the things that I'm going to tell you today so that I could have saved myself the challenges and stress that I went through. But hey, being able to help mid-career professionals discover their dream career and make a successful switch is what fires me up. So join in because in this podcast, I'm going to tell you the three steps you can take to break through the financial barrier. One of the biggest stumbling blocks when it comes to career change for most mid-career professionals is financial security. Everyone deals with money challenges at some stage or the other. Whether you are an entrepreneur trying to start a new business or a corporate professional trying to juggle all the mortgage payments or whether it is unexpected medical emergencies that you have to cater to, money challenges are common. But if the fear of being unable to manage your finances is keeping you from making the switch to your dream career, then this podcast is for you. In this podcast, I share a three-step process that you can follow to plan your finances for career change. The fear of losing financial security is generally bigger than most other fears when it comes to career change. It seems to paralyze people into inaction. Their dreams of transitioning into a career they love seems to wilt under the heat of maintaining the right financial expectations from themselves and from others. Let me start by sharing my own story. My last major career change was about six to seven years ago when I was well into my 30s and I went about it without making any real financial plans. I transitioned from being a learning and development manager at a reputed firm to working as a training consultant who offered her services to corporates and startups. I was blindly optimistic about getting work. And add to that, I had no idea about the effort that went into getting assignments as a consultant. I actually had no marketing or selling skills to talk of. To cut a long story short, within a matter of months, I had emptied out my savings and for the first time, my home loan installment auto debit bounced. I was living in Mumbai at the time, but it so happened that my permanent address listed with the bank was of my parents' home in Kerala. Consequently, a letter of penalty had gone to my family home address. And much to my embarrassment, my parents found out about my inability to pay back the bank loan installments. I realized that I wasn't going to be able to maintain the facade of having everything under control. One of the best things that I did at that point was to speak to two of my dear friends. Both of them were non-judgmental and supportive. Exactly what I needed. One of them helped me think through the different possible options that I could consider. Some of these options seemed practical and some not so much. Now, one of the options that we came up with was to sell the apartment that I had purchased a couple of years before that point. Yes, the very one for which I had been struggling to make the loan repayment installments. So I zeroed in on the option of selling it. I had given it out on rent, but the monthly loan installment was much more than the rent that it fetched me. Despite the fact that the apartment was in my name, there were other stakeholders. 
not in terms of money or investment, but in terms of the decision to sell it. I knew that my parents in particular would be dead against the idea of selling it. They viewed the department as my security against any major financial disasters. So just the thought of having that discussion with my family gave me sleepless nights. <laughs> Once again, my friend and I got together to prepare for this critical discussion with my family. I drew out a plan and eventually in December 2015, I sat down with my parents, my sisters and their spouses to discuss my goals, my plans and my financial situation. For those of you who are wondering why I had to have this discussion with so many people, in India, these decisions cannot be taken on your own in most cases. As expected, it was not an easy conversation, but the fact that I had prepared myself to listen and respond to their concerns, questions and suggestions helped a great deal. What came out of that discussion was amazing. Not only did my parents agree to my selling the apartment, they also offered to help out in a big way with the sales process. And without me even suggesting it to my sisters and their partners, they very generously offered to support me financially in the interim period. I can't tell you the relief I experienced that day. And much to my surprise, the relief did not come so much from knowing that financially I was going to be able to manage things. Rather, it came from knowing that I had my family backing my dreams. That decision did much more than clarify my financial plans. It brought me closer to my family in a way I never had been before. Many of you may be thinking that I had it easy with family members willing to help me financially or that I did not have any uh, dependence, you know, people who depended on me for their expenses. But trust me, it is not about the financial capability of your family and friends or even their generosity. What matters is your willingness to take action, to have the conversations and the willingness to receive help from others, be it in the form of money or emotional support or other resources. Strangely, receiving is the hardest part. And when you're able to do that though, ways and means of managing your finances start to show up in ways that you would not have been able to imagine on your own. Now let's inspect some of the most common fears and worries that people have around career change. I hear people say, I can't afford to lose the monthly salary. And I want to break this particular fear down into the many fears that it actually represents. Fear number one, without the monthly income, I fear that I will struggle to pay the home loan and the other loan EMIs or installments. Fear number two, if I don't have a certain monthly income, I fear that I will not be able to maintain the lifestyle for my family, my children, others and me. Three, if I don't maintain the lifestyle I'm used to, I fear that I will cut a sorry figure in front of my family, friends and the society at large. Fear number four, I owe it to my family to give them the lifestyle that they are used to. If I'm unable to do that, I fear that they will be upset and accuse me of being irresponsible. Five, people in my life respect me because I earn a certain amount of money. If I don't do that, I fear that I will lose their respect. Six, if I don't have a certain income coming in regularly, I fear that my self-worth will go down. Seven, without the monthly income, I will lose independence 
because I fear that I will have to depend on others. Now, the big question is, is there a way to deal with these fears? And the answer is yes, there is. So here we go into the three steps. Step number one, work with facts and figures. First of all, rather than starting with the assumption that you are not going to be able to afford the financial changes, do the actual math. Not in your head, but on paper or on a virtual document. Work with facts and figures. Take stock of your average monthly expenses and identify what's the bare minimum amount you require to be able to survive per month. Let's call this amount X. Now decide approximately how many months do you think it will take you to transition into the new career and make this basic amount without big luxuries. Let's call this time period Y. Hence, the total amount of funds you will require for the sustenance for the transition period would be X into Y plus 25% of X into Y. So that 25% is the buffer amount. Let's call this X into Y plus 25% as amount Z or Z. Let's take a real example. Uh, for ease of calculation, let's assume that the bare minimum amount you require for monthly expenses is rupees 100,000. And the approximate time you think it will take you to transition into a new career and earn rupees 100,000 per month or more is approximately 9 months. So here X is 100,000 and Y is 9. That means to sustain this period of time, if you were to decide to give up your current career, the amount you would require would be X into Y into 125%. That is 100,000 into 9 into 125%. So in this case, the sustenance fund, which is Z, would amount to rupees 11,25,000. This is the starting point because now you have clarity about the kind of funds you require. And with that, we move on to step number two. Discussing this math with one or two trusted people to create the initial plan. It could be a mentor or a supportive spouse. You could even get together with a group of a few well-wishers from your inner circle and brainstorm on the ideas of how this amount can be managed. Whether it is through other income sources or continuing your current job part-time or changing your investment allocations or through other means, come up with a plan that you think can be put into practice. Step number three, discuss your dreams, goals and plans with all the significant stakeholders in your life. Significant stakeholders refers to people who will be immediately impacted by your financial situation like family members. And by the way, in this discussion, be open to listening to their opinions and ideas. The way you carry out this conversation is critical to how well the discussion will go. Many times people try to have this conversation from a position of control. Let me tell you that if that's the stance you take, it is no more a discussion. You are going to be then informing the people in your life and most people don't like that. 
It is very hard to get support when you want to be in control all the time and evidently not open to receiving suggestions, concerns or support. <coughs> However, if you were to have a plan and yet discuss it with your loved ones while acknowledging their concerns and also receiving their suggestions and support, things could turn out very differently. For some, it may be easier than others, this entire process. And for some, it could be a tad bit more difficult. The most important thing to remember here is that you need more than just your brain to come up with a really good plan to manage finances. But if you do tap into the creative abilities of your brain, along with that of your immediate network, you will be amazed at the possibilities that start showing up. So let's recap the three steps. Step number one, work with facts and figures. Step number two, discuss the possibilities with one or two trusted people to create the initial plan. Step number three, discuss your dreams, goals and plans with the significant stakeholders in your life. In conclusion, I want to remind you that whatever resistance you experience in initiating and implementing these three steps, that feeling of discomfort will be temporary. And if you do it, not only will it help you grow as a person, but it will make it possible for you to do the work you love and live the life you always dreamt of. By the way, if you would like to get more tips on how to go about discovering your dream career and switching over to it, then do join my VIP Facebook group, which is www.facebook.com forward slash groups, which is G-R-U-P-S forward slash Pathmakers World, which is P-A-T-H-M-A-K-E-R-S W-O-R-L-D forward slash. Because I am on a mission to help 100,000 mid-career professionals discover their dream career and make the switch. This is Divya Tampi signing off and I will be back with more episodes. Mm-hmm.